Welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with me, your host, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have my new friend, Tracy Mahan on with me. And let me tell you a little bit about Tracy. Tracy is an international channel, psychic medium, highly tuned empath, clairvoyant, hypnotherapist, QHHT level three practitioner, family coach, NLP practitioner, and Reiki master. Wow, that's a mouthful. For the past three decades, she has dedicated herself to her personal path of spiritual and psychic development. Tracy comes from a highly sensitive and intuitive family and has fortified her natural gifts with training and practice enabling her to connect with guides, angels, ascended masters, and spiritual counsel. In addition to being a clear channel of messages from these realms, her expertise also includes offering clients perspective through looking at past lives to identify important connections with the present incarnation. Welcome, Tracy. I am so excited to have you here, right? I know. Well, and I was like, no, and I want to thank Shauna for introducing us because as soon as I met you, I'm like, oh, soul sister, family. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, you know, my audience, they may not know who you are. So I would love for you to share a little bit about like how you grew up. Like, were you, did you grow up in a spiritual household or did you come to that later in life? And how'd you get into all of this? Oh, well, like a lot of people, I grew up in a Catholic household. Um, Catholic family on both sides. And, you know, every Sunday you go to church, every Sunday you go to church. Um, you know, did Sunday school and the whole thing. And I just have little blip memories of sitting in church thinking, that's not right. That's not right. You know, and um, life has its way of putting you on the right track. So uh, as I got older, um, I would hear things, but not realizing, you know, what I'm hearing and, and different things like that. So one of the things that really launched me into um, doing the work that I do, and it was a very big pivotal moment for me, was my brother's best friend got killed in a car accident. Mm -hmm. And it, the, he was like a brother to me. And so it was like losing family go to the funeral, everybody's sad and grieving. And all of a sudden, I'm just like, I'm sitting there in the funeral thinking, I feel wonderful. I feel amazing. I want to tell everybody how amazing I feel. And I'm thinking, why do I feel this way? So out here, I'm like going, what the heck? And inside, I'm like, I've just got to tell everybody this is, you know, how good I feel. Mm -hmm. It took a little bit for me to realize. I didn't realize it that day. I was like 14 years old, I think, at that time. Uh, 14, 15. And so I I had no idea what was going on that day. I felt like the biggest jerk. Here I am feeling so amazing at a funeral, you know, and I just want to laugh and I want to be like, for... anyway, it was a couple years later. Um, I ended up working in a retail store with a gal that did dream analogy. And so she kind of opened me up to this world. I was probably about 18, 19 at that point. And she's, she really opened me up to a whole different reality, a whole different world of getting to know 
what this metaphysical world was all about. Dream analogy was really fascinating to me. And she introduced me to St. Germain and the violet flame and all that kind of stuff. And so I was just fascinated by that. And I was Catholic. So the fact that it said Saint in front of it made it okay, right? And so I'm diving right in. So still going to church every Sunday. And um, lo and behold, every time I went on break, this woman would be there and she would talk to us, to me and one of my friends about dreams. And so we started dream journals and that I had an extraordinary experience, probably about the age of 20, 21, doing the dream analogy journals. Um, I had this experience where I had a series of dreams and I sat down with her. And I was like, these are the dreams I had this week. And she goes, I think they're all connected. I think they go like this, blah, blah, blah. And she rattles off what she thinks it is. Wow. I have chills just run up my entire body. And she totally told me about a past life that I had. And this is how it went. And this is what the dreams meant. And something in my life just changed, like mm -hmm. completely changed. I thought that's something that probably would have taken me years to get through. And we did it in like 30 minutes. I was like, I got to know more. So that kind of launched me into got to know more. Um, but it was quite a journey. So my 20s were kind of in the discovery. Uh, you asked about my family. I grew up on a, on a farm. We raised pigs. And so there was five siblings. I was the middle of the five siblings. Um, I didn't realize at the time, but I would follow all the little stray cats around and 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 poor kitties they would have their little stray kittens and i'd go tame all the little kittens and then dad would get mad at me because we got 20 kittens at the front door so you know now i can look in hindsight and go oh i i love the animals and this is why shauna and i get along so well because shauna is an animal communicator and so realizing that i was communicating that cat was telling me follow me I got babies. Come check them out. You know, <laughs> so here I am. Let's do. And I would just sit there and tell her how cute her babies were. Just thought that was the neatest thing. But then, you know, you tame the cat. Then the cat wants to be fed and and follow you home. Wow. So anyways, um, all kinds of little things, little clues, little pearls here and there. Um, see, one of the things that happened during during the time that I was like between my my 20s and 30s, because 30 is where I really kind of started launching more in a career mind. 20s was learning. Okay. And um, and I would do dabble with friends. And uh, then I went to see John Edward uh, speak. And I was watching him on TV. That's when he had his own show. I was watching him and James Bond Prague. And we went to go see John Edward. And he said, okay, tell your loved ones you want to see a sign from them. So here I am talking with this friend that had passed away. I'd been communicating with him, but I thought, okay, I want to know for sure I'm communicating with you. So as a sign from you, will you send me the smell of chocolate chip cookies? Ooh. Every day, everywhere I went, chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm starting to get bigger. You need you need to calm it down. I get it. You're here. No. <laughs> so then they just stopped like that, too. So they came on every day. Somebody was giving me a chocolate chip cookie. Somebody was making chocolate chip cookies. It was everywhere every day. I was like, I get it. I get it. You're here. So he really wanted me to know he was there. So I really started a beautiful communication with him. His name was Shane. Hmm. And um, 
he was the one that really taught me how to be a medium, mm. how to communicate with the other side. So lo and behold, so then um, I'm watching one, I'm watching James Von Prague on TV and there's this commercial that comes up. And in hindsight, it was actually quite funny because here in Oregon, the capital is Salem. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a psychic fair in Salem. So I found that humorous with the, all the Salem witch trials and everything like that. You know, and it's like, here we are in Salem going to a psychic thing. Yeah. So that's where I met another pivotal person in my life. Her name was Lauren. And um, she did angel readings. She took uh, Doreen Virtue's class and she had, I didn't, who I didn't know at the time, but um, she did angel readings for us and invited us, us being my mom and I, to, um, to join her on Wednesday nights, she ran a group. And so we started going to this Wednesday night group and met just like you, you and I are sitting here saying family. It's like, we walked in that door of misfits and we're like, Oh my God, home, you know? And it was like, we just love these people to this day. And, um, was your mom still Catholic at this point? Oh, we're all still Catholic. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm still going to Catholic church. Oh, on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're all doing that big time. Um, but, you know, we're going on Wednesday nights. It's funny because we're going Wednesday nights to the spiritual group and then we're going Sunday to church. And so trying to blend those two worlds was a little, little bit funny because the mm -hmm. more I go to church. Well, at this point, I have to tell you, I did find a Catholic church where the priest seemed more spiritual than your traditional Catholic. So I actually really enjoyed sitting in on his masses because mm -hmm. the sermon was, was really heartfelt. And so I actually enjoyed that, but I did stop at the age of 30. It was like, I turned 30 and all of a sudden I'm like, what am I doing? And I did stop going to the Catholic church at that point, but we were still doing our Wednesday night groups, learned how to do auras and practiced more of the mediumship and did all these things. Every week we would learn something, learn something. Everyone in the group would bring what they knew and teach everybody else. Got to do shaman journeys and um, what's the, the uh, handwriting analysis and auras and tuning in and intuition and um, even got to do an exorcism. Uh, I say that as if it was fun, but um, <laughs> it was intense. <laughs> it was a little intense and its own story. But um, in that, I evolved even more. And and at that point, that's when I kind of, that's when I met the gal that um, she introduced me to a, the guy that I took hypnosis from. So I took a, a traditional hypnotherapy course and she's the one that got me there. So always these right people at the right place at the right time kind of things, you know, you just... Yeah where you need to be. So I took that course and started a practice and I was working full time. I uh, went through a divorce in there. Uh, that was in, I think, 2003. So just right after I, before I took hypnosis and right after finding that group, I went through a divorce. So okay. at that point, I had three boys. I real quick about the hypnosis. So at that point, that kind of hypnosis, was that just for this life, trauma in this life? Or like quitting smoking. It was your, I, I took it because he did have a section in there for past life regression. Okay. And past life regression is what I wanted to do. But I was doing traditional weight loss, stop smoking, anxiety. Okay. Uh, here's what I, I enjoyed doing the anxiety and the past life regression because the two are kind of connected. Mm. 
And so, so those were the ones that I liked doing, but of course the bread and butter ones were the weight loss, stop smoking, that kind of stuff. Okay. So, so I did that for a few years and then what got me into QHHT, which we'll do a real quick QHHT quantum healing hypnosis technique. It is a technique that was developed by Dolores Cannon, uh, who, who has probably read every book she could read and taken every course she could take on hypnosis. And then she created this technique to get into the higher self and get the answers, get healing, get, so you go through past life, then you go into talking to your higher self. You ask the questions, you get the healing, you get the answers. It's a beautiful technique. So, so here I am having these things actually already happen in my office where people were going into, you know, I would take them into a past life and then all of a sudden they would go into these alternate realities, these extraterrestrial lifetimes, these different like things were happening there. And I had one gal, she went into this, um, I don't know, I guess it would be her higher self. And she, she came in to heal fibromyalgia. And this is before I took Dolores's class. And I said, well, what do you need to do to heal fibromyalgia? And she goes, oh, I need to do this. And she starts moving her hands around and doing all these things. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is really a strange session. And I said, is there anything else you need to do to heal it? No, yeah, you're right. There is something else I need to do. And she grabs something else out of the air and starts moving it around. I said, well, since you're in there already fixing things, is there anything else that, that this client needs fixed? Oh, now that you ask, yeah, that's over here. All of this intuitively I'm asking because I had no idea how to do these things before. And that just blew me away. And shortly after that, I had... A, a friend that does intuitive readings and um, does a lot of healing work herself. We we're doing a body, mind, spirit expo in Portland. And she shows up and she hands me her business card. And she said, there's a book on the back of this. You need to get it. I was driving here today and I heard very clear Tracy's going to be doing this work. And she handed me a card that said three waves of volunteers by Dolores Cannon. And end of story. I was hooked. Synchronicity after synchronicity after synchronicity. I was not going to not do this work. I was. I got that card. I looked her up. I ordered the book, Three Ways of Volunteers. Started watching her videos on YouTube. Um, you couldn't pull me away from it if you tried. Yeah. Then my friend who works for an airline calls me up and she goes, aren't you looking into that Dolores Cannon gal? And I go, yeah. And she goes, she's speaking with Doreen Virtue in Honolulu. Um in like two or three weeks or whatever it was. I mean, it was like, we had to plan it like that. Mm -hmm. And so we went, we went for a weekend. It's a six hour flight to get there and a six hour flight to get home. Right. And we yeah. went and um, I'm so glad I did because I got to meet her. And then that was, that was the very end of 2012. Okay. I took my level one class online. So I didn't get to meet her for my level one class. And before I got to level two, she passed away. Okay. So, um, and I believe that was in 2014 that she passed. Yeah. And so, so anyways, I, I just feel so fortunate because I had my friend taking pictures of me standing with her and all the goodies. And now I have that. And it's like, I feel so honored that I got to have it. So my journey continued with that as she passed away. I was doing my uh, podcast of my own 
And I asked Julia, her daughter, to be on my podcast. And her and I, you would think you just brought two sisters back together. And we just sat there and laughed and laughed and laughed through the whole thing. And that's really good information out. But, you know, our banter and the way we played off of each other, it was just like nobody would have ever guessed that we had never known each other before that. Yeah. So that started a very beautiful friendship with her. And I continued my classes. I... When I took my level two, I went to Eureka Springs, Arkansas for my level two. That was like going on top of Crystal Mountain. Um, that was the most natural high I've ever had. And I did not want to come home. It was just, I was there for 10 days and every day was like bliss. I was just, if, if someone were to ask me what 5D was, I would say it's that trip. Okay. It was just, everything was just so high vibrational. So I came back from that trip and of course I learned a new level of QHHT. I'm level two now. So I get together with one of my friends to do a trade and she's, I did a session on her and she goes, okay, it's your turn. And I go to sit in the chair and I said, I feel funny, but in a good way, funny said, I'm not sure what's going to happen when I tip this chair back, but I've got a tingly feeling on top of my head. And she's like, okay, tip the chair back. And here comes Daniel. First time I ever heard Daniel come out of my mouth, but um, Octurian Daniel comes out. He didn't have the name at the time, and the name he picked was probably to tease me because it's my older brother's name, and I don't talk to him. <laughs> so <laughs> They can't have a sense of humor, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was like, why Daniel? But anyways, um, it so naturally flows out of me now. It's, it doesn't even, you know, and at the beginning, it was kind of like this confrontational, like, well, my brother doesn't even talk to me and he, he thinks I'm crazy for the stuff I do. And anyways, so be it that their sense of humor, um, absolutely been the best roller coaster in my life with Daniel coming in. Mm -hmm. Everything in my life changed after taking my level two and having that happen. Um, definitely sparred me to go in and get my level three uh, with QHHT because level three is where you learn how to do that session. Like you have somebody watch you and critique you until you have that session down in the Dolores Cannon style. Got it. So, so that's what it means when, when you're level three, it means you've had over 125 sessions and you've been more one-on-one -on -one trained to have that session honed in like Dolores did them. Okay. So. So I've definitely got a few questions based on what you've just said. So first, let's start with QHHT and how it's different than normal hypnosis therapy that you were doing before, for those who may not know the difference. Um, what I would say, well, it's very interactive, mm -hmm. the, uh, the hypnosis. You know, you're in a past life, you're going to talk back and forth with me. There's a lot of teaching on how to interact in a clean way um, that maybe isn't taught in traditional hypnosis. In other words, you're not going to lead your client. You're not going to, you know, put things out there like, oh, you're dressed up. Are you wearing a suit? Are you wearing a tie? You know, that would be leading them or suggesting to them, how right. are you dressed up? You know, and so you get a lot of training and how to ask the questions so that the story can really evolve from your client. Mm -hmm. um, the traditional hypnosis, I want to say, I don't know if there's a lot of difference with 
I mean, she's got this whole setup where she you go into a past life and you learn something that you need to learn, and then you go into asking questions to the higher self. Mm -hmm. Traditional hypnosis never takes you into the highest self. It just you know, if, if I'm doing something like a stop smoking or a weight loss, you're just going to lay back and relax. And I'm going to talk to you for 20, 30 minutes and bore you into a nice state of hypnosis, right? You're not going to interact with me. Yeah. Past life regression, you will interact with me, but I'm still not taking you into that next level where now we're going to ask some questions. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to find out some answers and look at what health issues you have and and, you know, why do you have this karmic cycle with this person or what does this career move look like for you and, and get the deeper answers from the part of your mind that escapes that critical mind. So you're putting the critical mind over on a shelf and getting into the part of you that helped plan this life, that helped you know which way you're going to go. So now you're probably having sunshine over there, but I'm having hail hit my window. So I don't oh, know I if you can hear that. it. Yeah. I, I know it's been crazy weather in the Northwest. Yeah, um, we had snow. Snow in April is crazy. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of sunshine out there. Yeah. So, okay. So with the QHHT then, how do you think that that might differ from other styles of past life regression therapy that people like Denise Lynn or Brian Weiss teach? Or do you even know? I think that they teach a beautiful, I mean, Past life regression, I think, is so healing. Mm -hmm. What I like about uh, QHHT, and I don't know about Denise Lynn, or I, I did study a little bit of Brian Weiss. Um, past lives just fascinate me. Yeah. With QHHT, we get to go to any lifetime, alternate reality, off planet, on planet, wherever you go, you know, and a lot of people have off planet experiences. Okay. So I don't know if that happens a lot with the other methods, but this is so open-ended the way she has this, has us bring it in that um, you could go anywhere. Yeah. So. Well, I got trained by Denise and the way that Denise um, taught us where we are allowed to go wherever it's going. And yeah. So, so you probably get a lot of the same experiences. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to say one way is better. Or it is probably different because at the end of that, you go into the higher self, mm -hmm. but the past life is probably the same. The methods, um, there wasn't a lot of difference from what I was doing before. That transition into her method was um, was very easy for me because I've done, uh, that was my passion is past lives. So I was very comfortable with it. I think what people going into training if somebody wants to learn, just know that you can end up taking somebody into a very traumatic lifetime mm -hmm. and they're going to have a traumatic reaction to it. So be ready for that because if you leave them there or you pull them out before before you can move them through that, that's where you need the training, right? Because that's a bad thing to do. And, um, or maybe not even bad, but maybe not. A, it's not pleasant to not be taken out of that the right way. Right. It's not so, healing or beneficial necessarily in the way that it could be. Yeah. 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 So you want to make sure that you do know what you're doing. And I think these guys are very good at training their people. So, you know, in other words, if you haven't taken a course, be very careful. If you're trying to bring someone in a past life, you could bring them into something traumatic. Just be ready to deal with that. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Know how to navigate. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So I do want to get into some of the things that you've experienced, but I, but first, 
I want to know a little more about how Daniel came in. So you felt the tingling. Yeah. And, and then, so then Daniel starts speaking through you. So did he say, hi, I'm an Arcturian. Like, how did you know he's Arcturian? Well, he kind of did, but <laughs> the way you did that was cute. Hi. <laughs> um, I like it. So I used to do channeled writings. So I would ask questions and then write out my answers. I do channeled letters for people as part of my service. So I knew how to channel that way. I've never, I, I can't say never. I've probably done it without realizing I've done it. Mm -hmm. But you can't not know you're channeling Daniel. Like I remember in hypnosis where I'm talking to somebody, I kind of get in a zone and my voice a little bit shifts into this more feminine, softy voice that isn't normally the way I would talk. Okay. And I would probably say it's probably channeling there. I just didn't know it. But I was probably channeling my higher self. Yeah. Daniel is an extraordinary energy and um, very much a comedian in his own right. But at the same time, he's so passionate and loving towards humankind. And he just wants people to understand how important it is to love your life, love yourself, go out and have fun create a reality that is amazing because we are each creating our own reality. So he comes in, I'm trying to remember, this is the one session I don't have recorded that I, to this, for the rest of my life, will wish I had it recorded. Yeah. But my friend was uh, not having recordings. It's like, oh, everyone, the government's listening. No. And I'm like, okay. So I had to go turn my phone off, put it in. And then here comes this amazing thing and I don't have it recorded. So, um, so what I say to that is uh, my memory of it is that he comes in and he just starts talking so fast. Like my mouth could barely keep up with how fast he was talking. Cause it was like, you know, it's like a kid at their birthday party. They find they're here, they're here. And so he was trying to show me as much as he possibly could. And, um, I remember he brought me to, it, well, he let me know he was an Octarian at the time. I didn't have a name, but she did. Uh, that friend was the one that said, well, what do you want to go by? And that's when he said, Daniel. So it just stuck. I, yeah. I couldn't change it even if I wanted to, it just stuck. And um, so he brought me to see the giants. He brought me to see the tall whites. He brought me to see uh, the Syrians, the Palladians, and we were like in the middle of going to see the giants, I believe it was. And I'm just like, for me, the experience was all of this information is just coming into my head. Some of it was pictures, but most of it was information. It was just coming in and it was coming in fast. And it's coming out fast. <laughs> and I was like, blah, 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 blah. and um, we're seeing the giants. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. And it's kind of like, I could feel the energy drop. And that it's like you feel your body, your your soul self or whatever, drop back into the body. I'm like, uh, it's me again. Okay. They left. So we couldn't figure out what happened. Why did it just end like that? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I had this awareness of this little, you know, two foot elf-like being standing beside me on the left side. And I said, I think there's a being over here. And she goes, okay, we'll close your eyes again and see if we can talk to him. So I closed my eyes and we start talking to him and, and he says, I've been sent to tell you what happened. It's like, oh, okay. And um, so this little being's telling us that um, that there was a ship coming over and they didn't know who it was and they didn't want anyone to know I was activated yet. 
I don't know. I still to this day really don't know what that means, but whatever it was, I didn't have my gatekeeper in place is what I get out of that is it's, you know, Daniel's my gatekeeper, but I didn't have anything assigned like that. Now what's a gatekeeper. That's the, that's the one that's going to keep all the lower vibrational energies out. And since they didn't know what this was that was coming, they didn't want anything to interfere with that connection. So this little guy is coming in to tell me all, all of that. And, and it was just the funnest little energy. He was from the fairy realm, little masculine energy telling me, yeah, they had to let go of the connection because they didn't want this per, this collective to know that you had been activated because they don't know who it is. Oh, okay. About that time, this bird hits a window, just smacks into the window really loud, like the whole house. <laughs> you can just hear it. And the gal that was interviewing me, she goes, uh, I got to go check that out. I think that bird just died. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm sitting there while she's checking this out. Mm-hmm. This little elf guy's going, he's okay. The bird's okay. I was like, so I'm telling her, he said the bird's okay. And she goes, no, I think it's dead. <laughs> I think it's dead. It's like, he goes, go pick it up. He's okay. Go pick it up. Hold it in your hand. I said, okay. So I asked her if that would bother her if I picked it up. She's like, no, I pick him up. And he did. And he looked like he was dead. And I pick him up. But his eyes are wide open. He's not breathing heavy. He's not doing, you know, he's just looking at me. I'm looking at him and I'm petting him. I said, they told me you're going to be okay. And and I'm holding my hand out like this, just petting him. And he's not doing anything. He's just looking at me. And I'm like, I don't know. Should we turn him over to see if he broke a wing or something? He seems, I mean, like he's looking at me. He's not breathing heavy, nothing. She goes, I guess. So I bring my other hand over like I'm going to turn him o- turn him over to look to see if he's okay. He looked at my hand, took off. I was like, huh. Okay. So he was okay. So I guess maybe what they were doing is showing me that the communication was accurate, that I can trust it or whatever. So things kept evolving from there, which led into the Ascension activation sessions. Um, I had a friend that was having a bad day and I said, well, call me up. Maybe we can get it to shift. And I'm talking to her and all of a sudden we're off in a forest. And, you know, I said, they want you to close your eyes. And then here comes Daniel and we're doing all this stuff. And he's taking her through this journey and clearing her energy and brought her into a healing space and da, 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 and did all this stuff. We get done and she goes, what kind of session was that? What do you call that? And I said, I don't know. I've never done that before. She goes, you need to do that for people. That was amazing. And so that's how that got started. I thought, well, I don't even know if I could do that again if I wanted to. So I called up another friend and said, can I try this on you? Sure. Boom. We went off in another direction again. And no two sessions are alike. I mean, they might have a common theme of how to get them started, but then it's out in in the ethers doing all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. And I got to experience that kind of session with you because I do want to say that as part of your QHHT training that you technically are only allowed to do in-person sessions for that specific modality, correct? Correct. Yeah. And I live in the Portland, Oregon area, just outside of Portland, about 30, 40 minutes out of Portland um, for QHHT. That is in-person only. Yeah. Um, But the session sessions you do over Zoom. Yeah, I can do them on a video just like this. So. Yes. And so, I mean, I'll share a little bit about my experience with that because it was I, it was something like I hadn't really ever done before. So it was a little different than 
see well, my past lives but yeah because people say well is this hypnosis it's not hypnosis but i don't know what you would call it it may be a trance yeah, originally when you did it you called it a light trance because it wasn't it wasn't so deep where i didn't remember what was going on yeah and i don't do anything to induce do an induction or anything like that yeah so yeah go ahead tell them your experience well so, i mean number one i got to experience a lot of different things like myself i was visually seeing things but also then daniel was saying well what about this what about this so you know we had the whole inner earth thing come up the dragons um my arcturian life my mermaid life uh the tall whites working on me with the mantis um and oh saint germain came up with yeah. the light yeah um and there were a couple other things that happened in that session that were just, you know, for me, very validating, but also like, oh, I want more. <laughs> Give me more. It happens fast too, doesn't it? It's like yeah. you're trying to keep up with everything. You say, okay, now let's go over here. Okay, now let's do this. Yeah. And it's all happening very fast. And you got about 90 minutes of Daniel taking you from here to here to here to here. Mm -hmm. And you're doing so many things. Um, we just did, speaking of St. Germain and, and the violet flame and the violet light, I just did the DNA and um, cellular upgrades on Sunday with the workshop. Okay. And they brought in, he brought in the 12 pillars of light. I'm like, what are we doing? How does that have to do with so you guys have to be me sometimes. I'm sitting here going, I cannot plan for these things. I just show up and okay, here we go. And he brings everybody into this beautiful setting and the tree, the tree beings, not, you know, these, the trees have their own planetary system. They are beings. They showed up and created a safe place for us. The earth, the earth element came in and created grounding. And then there were the, um, the Merlins, the Melchizedeks, the sacred geometry beings came in and they created this beautiful dome of energy around us. And, there was all of these beams of light coming in from the 12 pillars of light. And they took us through a whole experience with that. And St. Germain was part of that energy. And um, they were letting everyone know that they were keepers of the light, that they were bringing in these beams of light and that there was all kinds of stuff. I mean, it was like, I can't even make that stuff up. I don't even know what this stuff is half the time. Well, <laughs> Where's this coming from? I think some of our audience might be like, okay, you guys are just making shit up. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, um, kind of, but it but it's real. Like yeah. we can't make up what isn't real. Well, and and that's just the thing too. That was one of the things that Daniel was making a point of in that in that workshop was that um one of the gals had uh was it Hawaii in the background or no, it was Cancun, Mexico. She had a, her little, what do you call it? Blue screen thing back there. And yeah. so he was saying, she's imagining she's there. And that imagination is just as real as your physical experience. What is reality? Reality is the thing you're putting your focus on. So mm -hmm. yesterday already happened. So it's a memory. So how is that memory any different than the memory of her daydreaming of being on Cancun? 
it's the same frequency. Your memory and that daydream are the same frequency. So they're just as real. So went into a whole thing about that. I'm just like, okay, let's go play in that. You know, let's go take our little mental vacations and see ourselves because it's in that that we create and manifest it into reality. Absolutely. Um, yes. yes. It, they're fascinating. The information that will come through is fascinating. Well, and that's what I think that people have a hard time understanding because, because it is true. Like when your eyes are closed, the mind doesn't know the difference between your eyes open or they're closed. And I think so many people want to have these experiences with these beings, like physically, like I, I want Arturian Daniel to be standing right next to me where I can touch him and poke him. And, you know, exactly. Yeah. And yet, the stronger connections that we actually can have with these collectives is to get out of our own way mm -hmm. and, and raise that vibration. I always say, get a gatekeeper, you know, Daniel's mine. <laughs> so and like you said, a Luru is yeah, mine. Yeah. yeah. And so they just make sure that only high vibrational energy can come in. So get your gatekeeper. Um, that's the my term for it. So you might call it your guardian angel or whatever you want to call it, but I call it the gatekeeper because because I channel, they come in, and so I consider that the gate. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, when we go out there and have these heart connections and these journeys, I can't tell you how many times I've been on these journeys and I'll see something so clear, and then the client will say it, and so tell me we're not in the same place. Yeah, you know, it's like I just saw that too. Oh my gosh. And then the next thing will happen and they say it. And then I'm like, we are definitely in the same place. And here's how I'll describe the channeling. So you guys understand why I'm saying it that way. I feel like when Daniel comes in, I come over and stand on the left hand side of my body and Daniel will come in and, and take in the right side. And so I'm a conscious channel. I'm aware. I have conversations with him. I'll ask questions for you guys. If you're not thinking of the question to ask. So I'm in there having conversations with him and, and got, you know, in there when he's doing stuff, I'm trying to think of something that somebody had a session once and I thought, what would I want to know if he was giving me that information? Mm -hmm. And I asked those questions and he'll call me out and go, Tracy's in here asking questions, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, there's another thing that's kind of like, I wouldn't say my own name. <laughs> you know, it's like right. a weird thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not something I would do, and um, but he'll do that all the time, and it feels very natural when he does it. Like literally, he is talking about a different person than what's speaking through me. So um, it's just been such an interesting journey, and more and more people are waking up to this, you know, and the channeling and and light language. We were going to talk about that. Yeah, well, and real real quick during my session, I remember the other thing that you helped me through was. I did actually get to channel my Arcturian collective. Yeah. Which that's, that's what Daniel's all about. So I was told that I am the activator of the activators. So it's my job to my job. I get to, I don't know how you want to phrase it. I, I, I never consider this a job because I enjoy it so much. But, um, I get to go in with people and not everybody's there yet, but the ones that are, here's how I know. It is everything I can do to not speak in a light language to the person. So I think I had that experience with you where yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to speak light language to you. That mean, To me, that means you're ready to channel and if you're not already doing it. And so they'll just pull that out of you even stronger if they can. 
So tell everybody what you've been doing with your channeling. Well, it's still coming. <laughs> I am. I like, I think I told you, I do have a book that's coming, that's being birthed this year. And Yay. there are probably multiple books. Um, and I have a galactic experience. It's a three-day galactic experience that I'm creating here in Hawaii for October. That that's I'm amazing. making the final plans on. And, um, you know, I think it's just barely, it's just the beginning of this beautiful unfolding of what's going to happen. Yeah. And, oh, the other thing, part of our session that came up was ancient Egypt, like super ancient Egypt, because you're like, okay, what about Egypt? So what I discovered um, after was that I was actually one of the cedars. Makes sense. Yeah. So, so tell people what that means. I'm over here going, uh-huh. <laughs> tell them what it means. So in human evolution, throughout time, there have been different groups come in to modify the DNA to upgrade the human body, the physical form, so that we can hold more energy, hold more light, become more evolved. And so I was one of these groups that came in and the, the group, you know, I don't know like specifically what planet, but, but Syrian was what I got at, with that seeding. Yeah, Syrians are coming through quite a bit lately. Um, I don't know because I'm normally I'm channeling the Octarians, but Syrians and the Octarians work very well together. And so they've been bringing through messages through uh, the recordings that I do. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that you're getting a lot of the Syrian energy with your Octarian energy as well, because uh, yeah. I just think they're very connected. They're kind of um, two, two pieces of the same puzzle, right? You know, and the Palladians, of course, everyone knows, knows a Palladian. <laughs> We're all connected to the Palladians. We are. Well, in Hawaii, Hawaii definitely has a very strong connection with the Palladians. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you guys are connected over there with like Lemurian energies too, right? Yes. Yeah. Very so, much. Yeah. Wonderful. I'd like to share that. Um, okay. So besides Daniel, I do want to get to light language, but real quick, who are some of the other groups or collectives that you do channel that come through you? Um, <laughs> I'll give you a handful of them, but it never, it doesn't end. Um, the connections are endless. Like I've gotten, I've got Nocturians from other galaxies come through. They were kind of a coppery color, but they have the same appearance, just okay. different color. And they were a little taller and a little skinnier, but they were still from the Octarian, like they're cousins of the Octarians. Uh, Lyrans come in a lot. I work very closely with Lyrans, Mantis, and the Tall Whites in sessions. Those are almost the three go-tos in a session because we're doing healing. We're upgrading the vibrations. The Mantis beings seem to come in and work with our telepathy, our intuitive energies, our ability to be the empath, and to sense our world without taking it on. Because if you think about an insect, if they're going to live on, in the ground or wherever, they're very sensitive to the vibrations because that's how they survive. Right. But, you know, they're not taking them on. They're just aware. Oh, I know that vibration. Somebody's coming with a big boot and they're going to step on me. I better get out of here. Wow. Um, so they're teaching us how to be aware of 
the energy around us without, you know, as us as impasse, we're like, I'm going to wear that like a big heavy lead coat and around for a while. And they're teaching us how not to do that. And so it's been really incredible to be able to be empathic and not carry the heaviness of that is so awesome. So if you guys are working with that, call in your mantis beings. It's amazing. So they do a lot of work with that. Um, the tall whites come in and do the, uh, they're telling me, we we want you to call it the rewriting of the program. <laughs> they do the healing. <laughs> so they come in and help do the healing. If you've ever seen light language written out, there's so many different forms of, of light language that people write and it's all so beautiful. Um, doesn't mean anything. Is there a translation for it? No. My experience is no, there is not. It's a soul language. It's a vibration. It's a frequency, including the written form. Mm -hmm. Um, So when you look at it, you're getting the signature of that energy and you're integrating it. So in other words, like if we want to compare it to computers, right? You get a virus on your computer. Well, we get a cold or we get sick or whatever. You, You do something on your computer to fix the virus. Well, that's what they do. They send in the programs to raise the vibration out of that illness. And... Out of, out of the pain, out of the suffering, you got to raise your vibration because when you raise that vibration, you you no longer resonate with the signature of the pain or the whatever you're going through. Yeah. So, would yeah. you, I'm going to put you on the spot here and you can say no, but <laughs> would you be willing to demonstrate some light language? Um, I can go get Daniel for you and we can see what happens. Okay. It, if you're open to that, yeah. <clears throat> okay. If you got questions for Daniel now would be the time to muster those up because it doesn't take long and he'll be in here. He may give you a chance to speak. He's a talker. So if if you guys haven't, if you guys haven't seen me channel before, um, my voice will change and I will start talking a lot. So here we go. And you do regular channeling on on your YouTube channel, which I've been sharing through my career. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Yay. All right. So let's go get Daniel. Let's see what he has to say for this group. Well, first off, we want to say, why didn't you invite us to do this in person? You think we do not want the sunshine? But of course, that would have been a little bit more difficult to to get there in person, wouldn't it? But we enjoy being here with all of you. We enjoy being here in this beautiful uh, environment of creation in this frequency that you have all created within, within the audience of beings that are watching. What we say often in the YouTube channel, we'll say it here as well, is everyone that is watching this, whether you're watching it live or you're watching it later, you are all here in the present time. We feel all your energy. We do this because time is irrelevant. We can feel the energy of the future. We can feel the energy of the past. And so as we do that, and you can do that as well, you're just learning how to do it. Some of you, some of you already know. And so as we do that and we call in those energies, we feel a very, very beautiful energy of love frequency coming in for the show today. You were asking for the light language. We want to know, can we say a little prayer over the collective before we say it? Mm, Please, yes. Mm. What we're doing is we are looking to see what would be the most significant thing we could say for you at this time. There are a lot of you dealing with a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges that that touch you in the heart chakra, that that bring in heaviness into the chest, 
Some of you are choked up about it. You can't even speak the words because you're frustrated and, and you don't know which direction to go, which thing to do, how to move forward, how to get beyond what is happening. We say to you that this too shall change, right? This too shall pass. And as it does, you will start to find yourself being stronger, wiser, and more aware because of it. As you sit here and listen to the sound of our voice, as you listen to the words that come through Tracy's mouth, we're going to bring in a frequency for you through the tones and pitches we use to say the words that she is speaking. So more importantly than the words that are coming out of the mouth are the pitches and the tones that go with it. They are a signature to raise your vibration. They are a signature to change the codes and the frequencies within your body. Isn't that fun that we can describe it to you and use it at the same time? How fun is that? There are a lot of you working on opening up into your spirituality, opening up into your gifts and your abilities. You're wanting to channel. You're wanting to do these things that you see do us doing right here, right now. And we say, yes, do that, but make sure you work with the high vibrations, please. Very important. Very important to be in alignment because you're attracting a frequency of which you are emitting, right? And so you want to be in alignment. You want to raise your vibration and you want to bring these pieces of information in through the highest frequency possible. So that is why we encourage all of you to assign a gatekeeper. Mm. What we want to do is we want to call in that which is in the highest and best good for everyone listening at this time. We want to bring in all of your prayers answered, all of your wishes come true. Yes, we want you to have the happy life. Yes, we want you to be in love with who you are and in love with the things that are around you. So we call it in that you are finding your way. You are led perfectly and directed perfectly into the right place at the right time. You are finding the right next thing to do, the right next step to take. You are finding the job that is perfect for you. You are finding the love and the relationships that are most connected and most loving and most kind and compassionate. You are finding your way to feeling self-support, self-love, self-care, self-compassion. You are falling in love with you. That is what we are asking for your life right now. We are asking for you to fall into a place where you know that you are the biggest, most beautiful light that ever existed in this world. And when you find yourself in that place, then you will see it in everyone else around you because you are mere to them. They are mere to you. You will find yourself attracting that which you desire because you are becoming that which you desire. You know this. You've heard these words before. Now implement them. Take responsibility for your life and move it into your life in the way that is beautiful and responsive for you. It is very important for everyone to know that no one else can do this for you. So listen to these words as we say them. No one else can do this for you. Bring it in for yourself. Bring it in for you because you deserve it. It is your turn. It is your time now. So take advantage of this. Take advantage of this time right now where you are recognizing that you deserve to have everything that you've ever dreamt of and ever dream of and ever want, desire, and wish for, right? And so you do deserve that love. You do deserve to have everything go right. You do deserve the fancy, nice car. You do deserve a beautiful way of living. And whatever standard you have for that, you deserve it, right? You bring it in. And it is all for you. The relationships you want everything that you desire, create, create, create. You're not going to do it overnight. Not all of you, some of you, maybe you have that kind of magic, but just have the patience with it. And every day move into the energy of creation. You are a magical, beautiful being, and you know how to do it. Activate that part of you that remembers how activate it, activate it right now. So that is what we want to do for you. We want to bring in an activation. We want to bring it in in the highest and best good for everyone listening to this audio at this time. 
So as you are bringing in the beautiful high vibrations, it's going to meet you exactly where you're at. So it doesn't matter where you are on your spectrum of evolution and ascension, it will meet you right where you are at. And so we bring it in. I say, now we are going to ask Lisa to bring in her version of the light language to put a seal on that. How about that for us, Lisa? <laughs> I'm going to do my hand light language, which... Look at her being so bold as to bring it out for everyone in this way. Bring in the hand language and we will take it any way you want to, to send it to us. We love it. Thank you. Mm. I've got chills up and down my body. Mm. Maybe you could describe that to people while you are bringing that in. What is the feelings? What is? How do you know what you are doing when you are bringing in the hand motions? I am not even thinking about it. Like it's just flowing out of me um and so i when you speak the language i feel it energetically in my body and mm -hmm. tingling but then when i do the hands um even more tingles come through it's running energy it um, heightens my energy level my vibration and i've um in the last few months since i've started doing this been able in my sessions, I use it on my clients and it helps them move that energy and really integrate the healing that we are doing. Here's a beautiful thing that we're going to, we're going to see if Lisa will play with us. You up for it, Lisa? <laughs> this is the beauty of going live with people. We can put them on the spot and what are they going to do about it, right? And so as your audience is giggling with you and all the vibrations are being risen through this, right? All the vibrations are. We want you, Lisa, to close your eyes for just a moment. See, she's such a good sport. And we want you to pull a name in. There's a name of one of your listeners that needs a message from you right now. And if you pull in the name and just go with the first thing that comes in for this message. Kathy. What do you feel like the message is? There's so much love for you, Kathy, right now. There's so much support and whatever is going on with you and your career and your relationship, you have the support and the ability to change that. You can take the steps needed. It's time to get out of your fear and to move forward. And we're going to take this a step further. Lisa, what is happening with Kathy's right hand? See her putting that on her heart. And what happens when she puts it on her heart? She takes that information in for her own. Do you have a little 
hand light language for her to help seal this energy of love for her. When you do that, we will speak some of the language as well. The energy that feels sticky, Kathy, the energy that feels sticky, we clear that from you. It's ancestral, not even yours to carry. We call off for everyone listening, the ancestral energy to be cleared and healed and lifted into the light to be transmuted, no longer carrying the burdens of others, no longer carrying the burdens of others, no longer carrying the burdens of others. We clear, I bind that energy, move it into the light to be transmuted, filling you up with beautiful white light of love, compassion, feeling, mm, feeling confident and strong and compassionate and kind and loving filling in those spaces. Mm. Okay, Lisa, how do you feel about that? Mm. <laughs> Feels really good. It does feel good, doesn't it? We're going to do it again. How about that? We want you to pull one more of your audience members out. What name comes to mind? Tammy. And what do you get for Tammy? So Tammy has health issues going on with her reproductive system. So we want to send healing to Tammy. Quick, like quantum healing. Does Tammy have hybrid children? Uh, yes. She may not know that. Mm. She's got she's got a lot of beautiful things off planet going on. And it is difficult because when you come back into the human form, you don't get to remember the beautiful off planet things that you have going on. And so Tammy, we say that ask ask to remember things and see them in your dreams because you've got some amazing things going on. If there is some sorrows or some homesick feelings going on, but you don't understand them, what am I homesick for, right? But it is because you know that you have something somewhere else that you miss and you're longing for. So we ask for the knowledge to come around that, to ease that that energy around that. And we want to... We want to bring in the blessings of of the reproductive system as well. Uh, we are seeing for you to visualize the lotus flower where the uterus sits. Just keep seeing the lotus flower blooming and welcoming in life. And we all stand around and hold that vision with you. How about that? Hmm. Beautiful energies of these people that watch your show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. What would you like to do now? Did you have questions for us or would you like us to bring Tracy back in for you? So what would be one, one final overall message for everyone's highest and greatest good for what is going on in the world right now and understanding their place and their their light. 
We only get to have one, eh? Okay. So when we look at this energy, the first thing we want to say is lighten up. That's a fun word to say, right? You think, oh, okay, well, just lighten. We mean light. Be light, light, and go up. Because it's going to take you out of the densities of the things that are creating the fear. When you can move yourself out of the fear-based energies, you win. You win. They can't reach you when you are light, when you are in love, when you are doing the things that you enjoy doing, going on a hike, soaking in a tub, hanging out with friends, being with family, whatever it is that brings you into that lighter energy. Do that. Lighten up and let those denser energies be, uh, especially if it is something you cannot do anything about. If you are spending all your day watching television shows about things you can't do anything about, you're not helping anything. So our advice is always shut off the TV and go live your life. And we want to tell you a lot of things that you see on those televisions are not accurate anyway. And most of you know that, most of you listening. So just shut those off and go live your life and enjoy your life to the fullest. Remember the simpler times when there were not devices to know what was going on all around the world, right? You lived a much simpler life isolated from what was going on with neighboring countries and all the, all the things. And so maybe come back to a time like that. Just pretend you're in that now and just shut everything off and live the simpler life and live your life. And we think that would be a nice place to leave everybody. You are all fantastic energies. You are so much more than you realize. So dive into the deeper parts of who you are. Take these beautiful opportunities, go out and be part of something bigger and expansive. Be in the, the body, be in the mind. We want to say the body is just the vehicle. You all know that. Go out, explore outside of your vehicle, go into the space, go into the realms, go to meet your councils, ask to be introduced to these high vibrational beings that you are interacting with, that are guiding you, that are here to help whenever you ask. And have some fun with that. And like Lisa said, you know, what is real anyway? Can't prove this is real. Can't prove this is Daniel, right? It looks a lot like Tracy talking funny. So we just say to you, go have fun with it. Go have fun with it. If you're not hurting anybody, you have fun, then go do that. All right. We will bring you Tracy back. And we thank you so much for letting us be a part of the show today and for being a part of our experience as well. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Did you have fun with that? That was fun. <laughs> so, um, okay, just real quick, because we just have, we're at the end of time, and there's so much more that we can do, and I would love to have you back on some other time. Um, but I would love to know the importance, I want you to explain the importance of you being a clear channel. Like, what does that mean? Because I think that's really important for people that might want to start channeling? So when you say clear channel to me, when I started channeling, they told me shut off the TV. I used to go down every conspiracy rabbit hole and, you know, I, I was into all of it. Um, they said, quit doing that. Don't read any books. I, I know this is going to, <laughs> I hate this confession, but I'm going to say it. I have not read any of Dolores's books. Okay. And I have Dolores Cannon's books, the convoluted universe, the, you know, all of them. 
I have them. They're on a bookshelf. I go to read them. I can't read them. Something interrupts me. Something happens. And so I was like, why can't I ever get through these books? And they said, we want you to be a clear channel. Didn't know what that meant until I got Daniel. And I realized that the messages that come through Daniel, um, when Jason, uh, Jason Ballet, he interviews me sometimes for YouTube videos. I would be talking away with the channel. And then afterwards you go all that, you know, you said this, that's in Dolores's book. You said that over there, that's in so-and-so's book. You said this over here. That's what that channel said, said the, um, you know, it's like all these correlations. And I don't know that because I don't watch other channels. Absolutely have not in what, since 2018, <laughs> um, I don't read any books, especially on channeling that are metaphysical. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I don't, I don't put myself in the alignment of what other people are saying mm -hmm. so that when the information's coming through me, it's, it's clean. It's, you know, I'm not grabbing that from what so-and-so said on their page. I don't watch it. Don't read it. So when it does come through and it matches what somebody else says, or I'll say something and then somebody else over here is saying the same thing. Yeah. I love that stuff because that shows me and hopefully all of the audience and everyone out there that this information is in the ethers. And when you tap into it, you can grab it and, and bring forward the messages. So is that what you meant by clear channel? Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah. We had a conversation and I just wanted people to understand because that was in your bio of like, oh, you're a clear channel and there are people that channel that bring their ego into it, that bring in the, those lower frequencies that are all about the polarity and the fear-based stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do. And here's the thing. I am a conscious channel. That's why I have to be a clear channel. The less I know, the better because mm -hmm. the information that's coming through, you know, there's stuff that they say that I just could not even myself come up with that stuff. I don't know where that comes from, you know, and it's like, and that's, to me, that's a good thing. It means that I'm not making it up or I'm not pulling from a resource that I found down one of those rabbit holes or yeah. going from an ego's place, um, you know, and being a channel isn't the easiest thing if you are influenced by all these other things or you have fear coming in because you can still channel, but yeah, like, I mean, when we were going through all the vaccine dilemmas, right. And people had all these opinions about that stuff and, to stay neutral when yeah. we had who's going to be our next president and stay neutral. You know, it's like, that is the name of my game is to find my neutral place. And Daniel helps me do it. He says, everyone's right. Everyone's yeah. right because you're creating your own reality. So you are right. Yeah. How wonderful is that to always be right? That, <laughs> that is a beautiful place. So how can people find you if they want to work with you? So if they're in the Portlandish area are willing to drive, you know, a couple hours away, because yeah. I've got some friends in Washington state that might be interested so they can do that in-person session, but otherwise the Ascension sessions, the Ascension sessions we can do online. Yeah. Um, and if you want to drive fly or whatever to get here to, to Oregon, you're welcome to do that. I've had people do that. I have somebody come in from New York this week. Um, most of the time they have family out here, so it works out. <laughs> you know, they can come stay with family. TracyMahan.com. And I don't know if our names are showing up on the feed. Yeah. So you see how it's spelled. Just put .com after that and you'll find my website. I have some online workshops that are recorded that if you want to get a little more of the Daniel experience, that's on there as well. Yeah. And um, what's your channel? 
What's that? What's your YouTube channel? I changed the name of it, so I'm glad you asked. It's Octurian Daniel Channel by Tracy Mahan, I think is what I called it, because um, I found that that was helping people find me. So yeah. um, Octurian Daniel Channel by Tracy Mahan. You can find me over on YouTube. I post a couple times a week. I also do card polls and uh, just do a little tarot or card readings in there as well, just to mix it up a little bit. So yeah. Yeah. Well, you are so special. I am so happy to know you, have you in my world, have you in my tribe. Thank you, oh, Shauna. I feel the same way. And thank you, Shauna. And why not do one more plug for your October thing? Yeah. Well, and I'm still finalizing the dates, but it's going to be a three-day galactic experience with a retreat upgrade for those that want an all-inclusive package plus an excursion with it. Um, wow. And we're going to be um, teaching, doing different meditative journeys, activating the DNA, doing night sky watches every night. Um, sky watches the best. Yeah, with our night vision goggles. And this and, is going to be in Kona. Yeah, it was well, in Michaeloa, um, in my in my neck of the woods, which is oh, okay. minutes north of Kona, half an hour north of the airport, um, where we have clear skies. So. I like that where we have clear skies for night watch with the night vision goggles. And if you haven't done that, you need to go just for that experience alone. Yeah. Right? That yeah. is amazing. I, I, the first time I ever looked at the sky through night vision goggles, I was like, what? Yeah. Wow. And then I could see the fairies moving around in the field in front of me, too, with those vision, night vision goggles. That was pretty cool. Well, and I can tell you, um, which wouldn't surprise you, but with now, with my connection, they come in for me every time. Every time. Every time. They don't disappoint. We work hard for them. They're going to work hard for us. Here's what, here's a little tidbit of what I found out. Those of us that are here in the human form, we all have our collectives. If you feel like you're one of the volunteers that answered the call. Mm -hmm you were the strongest link. And so we all think they're working with us. No, they're probably more like working for us. We were the strongest link, the mo one most likely to succeed at remembering who we were. And so they're trying to just help us get through. They want to be there for us. And so of course they're showing up. They're, they want this awakening as much as any of us. So, I mean, that's why we're all here. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Tracy. And I definitely want to have you back on, so we'll plan that. But um, thank you, everyone, for watching. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos with Dr. Lisa Thompson. Bye, Hello. everybody.